1: Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show, with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Yeah, buddy. And boy, do we have a couple of fun football stories coming your way in about 20 minutes. Apparently, one quarterback we thought was retired, might not be retired. And another one nearly had his 2021 season end today before it really began. But first, Mello is a Laker. Carmelo Anthony has chosen the Lakers not going back to the Knicks. He will continue his NBA career. He will fit in. He is age-appropriate to play for the Lakers. You have to be <laughs> at least 35 years old. Melo passes that. Um, it is a one move in a day of big moves for the Lakers, who it's, it's kind of like uh, Rob Palenka the last couple days is like, all right, I'm just, I'm just going through all the guys I like from NBA 2015 and NBA 2018. Let's go bring them all in, bring them all in. It has been an interesting, to say the least, last 48 hours for the Lakers, and still, even more so after the news today and the players they brought in, if you hated the Westbrook trade, suck it. I'm telling you, the Lakers are going to end up where I told you they were going to end up after they signed. Uh, traded for Russell Westbrook. They're going to be in the finals this coming season. But they bring in Mello, and uh, look clearly this is going to be the first part of this. There is going to be no show like the Lakers next season. All right, going back to what it was like when the Heatles first came around, it was LeBron and Bosch and Wade, and boy, this is going to be exciting. And it was the show in the NBA. Everything else was kind of a supporting cast to it. Doesn't mean there hasn't been other big times and big moments in the NBA. Yeah, we have other teams that that gain all our attention. Look, the Nets, when their players were healthy, we talked about them a lot uh, this past season. The Warriors, in the middle of their run, they were a daily story. Uh, but going into next year, when you're talking about LeBron and AD and and Carmelo Anthony and Russell Westbrook, there's no other story. The, the Nets are going to be bumped to the lifestyle section. Go, oh, yeah, it's nice. The Nets <laughs> have their three players. Yeah, but, dude, look, come on, man. Did you just see Russell Westbrook wave everybody off in the final 20 seconds when LeBron and Melo and AD all called for the ball and he went in and shot up a brick? Oh, did you see that? I mean, there's going to be no show like the Lake Westbrook Win, lose, whatever it is, every night's going to be, what is this LeBron's traveling all-stars going to look like? Because that's going to be, and everything else will, pay. the Knicks could win 35 games in a row. Yeah, that's nice. The Knicks won 30. Yeah, boy. Hey, did you see what happened? Well, what happened? did you see Dwight Howard grab Mello and actually grab him and put him through the hoop with the basketball because Melo was holding onto it too long for a final shot, so he dunked him entirely through the hoop himself? I mean, that's going to be the kind of attention the Lakers are going to have next year.
4: What I think is fun about it, right, is obviously LeBron, there's the hate watching and, and the adoration society for LeBron James, right? There's there's really not a whole lot in terms of a, a middle there. You, you maybe appreciate the talent, look at it. Maybe he's your goat in, in all of those conversations. You want to see another ring. You want to have that debate flare up. Uh, you're a Laker fan. Whatever. But what's funny is Westbrook coming to town wasn't the case of, oh, man, the rich got richer and look at the super team and you jerks whatever. It was just, "Ah, I don't like Russell Westbrook. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't like, you know, not 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 to your point. It was just uh, you love or hate what Russell Westbrook. But mine being the you know, when you see a third superstar join a team, it immediately becomes a oh the rich got richer. This is just wrong. Well, you didn't have any of that this time. It it became a, yeah, he's no good in the playoffs. Nah, beat it, you know, kind of thing. Or <laughs> some dismissiveness of his game. It wasn't the usual vitri- vitriol that comes with, you know, guys that are future Hall of Famers and wherever you rank them showing up and playing together, as we've done with all of these other teams going on, what, 20 years at this point. It's like, oh, look what they did. they They just keep piling up together. It's like, no, this was more just a... Ah, uh, they got another star. And now you add Carmelo Anthony. Well, it was the, the move we were calling on for weeks. Just please make it happen. I know it, it, it weakens your Knicks, but that's okay. It's our gift because the Lakers will be on in our window for the entirety of the 2021-22 season, good, bad, indifferent. And by adding none and re-upping with Talon Horton Tucker, you, you bring down that, that average age. So I think that's good for business, too.
1: Now, look, now for, it's, as far as Mello choosing the Lakers over the Knicks, look, I still love the Knicks and what they've done so far, but they got to do a little bit more than, hey, we're going to run it back and add Evan Fournier. I mean, Evan Fournier is great. He's exactly what they needed, but there's got to be, they got to have something else cooking beside, because this is not like, oh, hey, we made it to the East Finals and we lost in seven games and just adding one guy is going to put us over the top. This was, you won 41 games and you lost in the first round. You won one game. Your fans were outside MSG chanting, we want the Nets. It was the only game you won. So I got to think there's got to be something else for the Knicks in there. You know, they lost out today on another play of the Lakers got, which we're going to get to in a second, so so I got to think there's a little bit more for the Knicks. But for the Lakers, this now takes everybody who said, I don't like the Russell Westbrook trade. And, and why? Because I don't like Russell Westbrook. Okay, yeah. right. There's, like I've said, nothing that Russell Westbrook does is going to make anybody think that they like him. All right, the, you either like him or you don't and you can't deny what he's done, his talent, what he does and will I give him a chance with the Lakers? Sure, because you know what's going to happen? He's going to be dynamic, he's going to the Lakers need more scoring, he's going to give him scoring, he's going to lead the league in assists he's going to have a triple-double every single night, no 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 Lakers can't use it, of course they can use that that's insane, even if you think he's just going to be a regular season player what that's going to do is keep the onus off of AD and LeBron so they can be healthy in the playoffs, I mean just see the whole board not just I don't like Russell Westbrook why I just don't well why I don't I don't why I just don't I don't why I just don't because that's what it's been and for all the, the arguments that people who didn't like it stuck to the argument was well the Lakers need more shooting If Russell Westbrook is a better shooter, first of all, the Lakers won the title last October, not being able to shoot three. Secondly, what did they do today? They brought in shooting in a large way. Mello is still a guy that can score for you. He's only going to play 15 to 18 points a night, and that's fine because he's still going to score. 13 or 15 points. You're going to be fine with that. They made another couple of moves to made that were terrific today, too. Look, they bring back Talon Horton Tucker. He's an ascending talent. But two guys they brought in, Kendrick Nunn, who's had a pretty good beginning to his NBA Mm -hmm. career, and Malik Monk, who had the best year of his career last year, and he's only 23 years old. These are guys that can score. So suddenly it's, oh, yeah, I forgot that there's free agency going on too. It's like 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 everybody thought they need shooters and and well then they didn't get them, so that's it free agency hadn't even been opened yet, and suddenly yeah. oh, the Lakers are done. There's no more moves, no more. No, they brought in offense. They So now they bring in Russell Westbrook, and they bring in offense they needed. I'm telling you, they're going to the finals. It's going to be a boring run during the season as far as wins happen next year, because the Lakers are going to, with this talent collection, it's a perfect mix. I, we told you it was going to be a new team. It's a new team. This is a team that is suited for a deep playoff run. They're going to be in the finals next year.
4: Yeah, I think the thing that that caught most, you know, is look the the show is when it is right. So as we were talking last night, it's a all right. You know me, I, I love what Westbrook coming in. I've already said that, but reiterating, okay, that that's phase one. Right. Let's see what the rest of the roster is. And and I think the assumption was bringing in Westbrook that, and you've already got LeBron and Anthony Davis on the roster. Is that a you're not going to spend money. And, B, you don't have any to spend. <laughs> like, one, you're the Lakers. Two, the luxury tax uh, is really just a, a number here at this point when you're looking at what the franchise is and trying to maximize whatever's left of the LeBron James window because uh, I'm under no delusion that these these moves, any of them, were made without the knowing nod of LeBron James, be it text messages, phone calls, or, you know, sun signals uh, uh, off the windshield of cars, right? That somewhere along the way, he signed off to get this together. And reminder that just because a guy isn't getting max dollars doesn't mean they can't play, right? It's just not their time. The market is still growing for them. Maybe there's a little reticence. And maybe sometimes, damn it, they just take a little less money to go to a better situation for them where they think they're going to learn and win and that the dollars will be there. I always caution against that. Uh, just knowing the way business goes, no matter what you do and whatever you uh, you do for a living, however you're you're making it through, we appreciate you being part of what we do. But you know, you got to get your bag when the bag is there. So remains to be seen on that side. But what they did today, as you mentioned, bringing in Kendrick Nunn for the contract he got, bargain. Guy that was starting to make some noise, people were getting a little bit excitable about, comes to Los Angeles, and now he gets to be one of the secondary players on the second unit to to come in and give you some instant offense when Carmelo doesn't hold the ball till three seconds left on the shot clock. No, there's a lot of positivity to be done there. And look, at we're praising the Lakers. I think I just threw up in my mouth a little bit uh, just because we've got so many Laker fans around the building between that and they're all on edge because of the Dodger game. I don't want to send anybody off here. Uh, but I, I think it, it's a fun time uh, of revamping a team and shows how quickly – you can re remake yourself, refashion yourself as a squad if you're willing to be creative, spend a little bit of money. Oh, and if you can dangle the carrot of, hey, LeBron's here. You know, he does a party every year. We sign stuff for you. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but it's just you get a picture with him and say you were his teammate. Uh, just the idea that you you can do that and have the wherewithal, the resources, and the flexibility with your contracts to do that is, is a pretty cool thing. I mean, not many teams have that. How many, you know, other than the Llewell Dang $5 million contract, because we have to make mention of it, because as of right now, I think he's the fifth highest paid player on the team or something like that.
1: His contract Uh, goes past Bobby Benias. They're going to be paying him in the year 2040.
4: Yeah, I think literally he's the fourth or fifth highest paid based on current deals. But it's just the, the, the idea that you're going for it. You know what your window is. And yes, there's a future with Anthony Davis and Russell Westbrook. That's all fine and good. We're talking about defining legacies and defining the next era of your franchise. So many other teams wandering through trying to figure out how they add a third quasi star, let alone someone who averages a triple double. It's just uh, as much as you may hate it, it makes the needle move and it makes for better watching for the NBA. So they're happy as hell coming out of these 48 hours.
1: Twitter at how about a fresca? Mike at Swollen Dome, I'm telling you. Lakers, are, they did everything they needed to do. They brought in the vets. They're going to play, like I said, 15 to 18 minutes a night. They're all still effective. You have enough young players who are, are not, hey, players that you have to hold their hand for a little bit. You're bringing in a couple of guys that are getting off, getting close to the end of their first yeah. rookie contracts and Monk and none. and these are guys that are going to score, give you athleticism. Look, the Lakers did exactly what they needed to do. It's just Russell Westbrook is polarizing. If instead of Russell Westbrook, it was Buddy Heald that came in. People would say, oh, what a great, the, the Lakers are just great, man. Oh, they're so great. Buddy Heald. But you know what? When time comes to it, do you know Buddy Heald is going to make the right play and make big shots? Is he going to be ready for the big time like they're going to need big time players to make? Look, Westbrook has his faults. I'm not saying he's the perfect player, but sure. this is a dynamic guy that's played in pressure situations before. Suddenly, if if it's a night where LeBron's not feeling it and AD is like, Buddy Heald's going to score 40? No, but on a night like that, as Russell Westbrook going to go for 35 and 18 and 15? Yeah, that's kind of what happens, and that's why they brought in Russell Westbrook. I'm telling you, man. I mean, it, th- this is what it's going to be like for the Lakers. They're going to win the championship next year, and there's going to be no shortage of, of the biggest show in sports. They're going to have to put Laker games on at like 4.30 in the afternoon, West Coast time, just so people could see him in the, in the East Coast window.
4: But, Jason, I mean, even if it goes the other way, I it's still great theater. What you know right now based on the roster that's assembled when you add back in Dwight Howard and, and the three guys up at the top, it will not be boring. Carmelo Anthony, are you kidding me? Hey, you, you've got great theater. So if it, it goes really well and nobody gets hurt, great. Title town. If not, it all starts burning. There's a guy dancing with a fiddle, and we're here on Fox <laughs> Sports Radio to chronicle it. Either way, we win, America. That's all I'm trying to say.
1: Go to TireRack.com slash sports to see their general test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying
0: should be. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables.
3: Getting mellow is a great move,
1: right? I admit I was wrong about Melo. I was wrong about Chris Paul when I thought they were done two and a half years ago. And this is now, the best part is, this is now the only show in the NBA all season long. It's the Lakers and whatever else you guys want to talk about, great. But you got LeBron and his traveling all-stars now, and it's Carmelo and it's Dwight Howard. It's a 2015 all-star team that looks awesome in 2022. I mean, they are the only show in the NBA, which is great. But everybody, really, who wanted to rip the Russell Westbrook Deciding can suck it because the Lakers got more <laughs> scoring today. All right, They got a dynamic player who's going to score, rebound, and lead the league in assists in Russell Westbrook. What did they do today? Well, they re-signed Talen Horton Tucker. They got Kendrick Nunn who's coming off a really good last couple of years. Malik Monk is coming off his best year in the NBA. These are guys that can score. So they got the scorers. It's a different team, but it's a veteran team. It's guys that can. That it's okay if they're vets because they're all going to play minutes. It's not like you got a couple of guys that by the end, they're just not going to play. No, you have a bunch of players that are going to play 15 to 18 minutes a night and it's going to be just fine. And Westbrook's going to be the workhorse and that's how it's going to go. And you have young a couple of young players in they are going to be able to figure their way on offense and bring you offense off the bench in Nunn and Monk and suddenly now, I'm telling you, the Lakers are going to be where I told you they were going to be after they signed Russell Westbrook. They're going to be in the NBA Finals next in, in early 2022, whenever the season starts. They're going to be in the NBA finals next season they're going to be because they got everything they need if you're looking at this you're just looking at stuff to pick apart because I just don't like this but if you look at this objectively what the Lakers did remaking their team bringing in more talent jettisoning some talent they really didn't need that didn't work and bringing in the dynamic uh, uh, point guard in Russell Westbrook how can you say anything but this was a great remake of the Lakers roster you got to be honest and it's a great remake of the roster finals here they come
4: Well, it's a great remake of the roster at this point, right? I I gave it the giant incomplete. I know that's not hot take theater and doesn't get anybody excited, but I've also been on record for years talking about my love of the game of Russell Westbrook. Are there glitches? Shall we say in playoff times, are there times where, you know, I I think we've used the analogy before. Correct me if I'm wrong, Jason, that idea of the Peyton Manning style of play where you're at such a threshold that there's really not a uh, knob to turn to 11. Right. That's Mm -hmm. that's where you're at. Uh, So when the game changes, you're already been playing like a demon uh, possessed, right? A a man possessed by said demon, I should say. Uh, So there's a little difference. But now you, you bring him here. LeBron's your leader, right? There's no fighting. There's no one and one A of these guys looking at each other of, is it your possession or my possession? Who gets to bring it up this time? who gets to run the shot clock to five this time? <laughs> so long as LeBron wants to be on the ball, he's going to be on the ball. Um, you know, like with anything, and you heard it all again today, it's like, wow, this roster looks a lot better. Now remember, if they're healthy, and it's like it's every one of these damn teams, okay? Everybody's got a player or two that it submarines everything. So yeah, there's a little wish and wanting and hoping, but you did round out some depth. You talk about Kendrick Nunn coming over, of 48 Percent shooter, 38 percent from beyond the arc. Uh, Taylor Horton Tucker, a guy they're expecting much bigger things from. You know, when we're looking at the guard position and who's handling the ball when Westbrook and James are off the court, which probably won't happen with great regularity, except for load management and injury, where both will be sitting down and getting their breather. But you're looking at a roster that it's hard to fault. And I hate to say it because I'd love to be able to, you know, sit here with a flamethrower and go out. After it, but they they got decidedly better. They remade a roster. You know, LeBron James, wherever he was answering texts about yes, no, when it came to the groups or the, you know, you go to... Um a restaurant, and you, you pick your base, and then it's like, all right, pick one, you know, two from this category, and 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 one from this category, and then a dessert kind of thing. You know, that that's kind of what they I, I envision. Rob Polinka gave him in terms of all right, here's the cost structures and what it's going to take to get any of these players. Now tell me, uh, write them down in order, right? Give it, give us your your choices. Uh, almost like you're picking a college for crying out loud. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, here's my 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 favorite, uh, and down there is my Safety school. So hopefully uh, none of these guys are actually the safety school. But at least on paper, they all, all look solid. And when we're talking about remaking teams and pushing past a season that went away, right? when you look at Phoenix, you brought back Chris Paul. Does that make you better? Another year older? coming off a, a deep wrist surgery <laughs> well you know you could do that another year you yeah had that buddy you had it right you know, there for right. You. you you load 15 tons and <laughs> and what do you get uh well and and we'll just have a sing-along with that maybe later on this week i'll give you the name of the bar and we'll all show up and do it but you just go on top to bottom uh, you know the teams that are the contenders did they get better well you look at the clippers Kawhi's not playing so all of the excitement that you generated this past year, he's, yeah, he, he comes back, but he's not going to be back. So, all right, what are they? Uh, Utah, Phoenix, go on down the line. Lakers, at least in their current format, right now, I, I'm looking at them and I go, who's, who's beating them? And I, and I hate to do that because I'd love to just pull some dark horse team out, but I can't. If these three guys are able to play together, And I say that with the old health caveat, how how are you stopping them? Now they just need to get through the regular season, which nobody cares about anyway. So let's just fast forward to mid-April and get on with it. Twitter at how about a fresca? Mike at Swollen Dome. I'm sorry if you
1: didn't like the Lakers trade. I'm sorry if you don't like Russell Westbrook. People they don't like Russell Westbrook. All the Do you way You think that's he ever mean mugged him? People just don't like him. People just, oh, I just don't like him. There's no fit that's good for him. There's no trade that would be good for him. There's nowhere in the NBA that would be good where people who just don't like him would say, oh, you know, uh, uh, that, that's just that. That's going to be the best place for him. No, no. Every place is bad. There's nothing that's going to work for Russell Westbrook. Watch. It's different when you play with LeBron. It's different. There's accountability. They brought in the, the, the veterans that are going to gel together. Melo's going to score 15 off the bench and take game-winning shots. They did everything they needed to do. Just watch.
4: I like it's Mello's a- message to say he was showing
1: up, though. That was good. It was nice. Although I hear he's – I think he's out at the game tonight, and he's wearing a half-Yankee, half-Mets hat. I mean, come on. You, you, you got to pick him up. You gotta pick a side, man. I mean, I get it. Look, the Mets are fading. We are just absolutely fading, which is good that Zach Wilson's playing better, because now the Mets have gotten me to the Jets, which is okay. Uh, but you pick a side. I mean yeah, Yankee, you gotta pick a side. You can't just go. You gotta
2: pick a side. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at ten PM Eastern, seven PM Pacific.
4: Yeah,
1: buddy. You know, it's been a while right now. Houston and the Dodgers one nothing in the seventh inning. Uh, Dodger fans tonight beginning tonight by throwing batting practice home run balls by the Astros back out on the field, booing the Astros starting lineup, throwing Astros foul balls back onto the field. Uh, Dodger fans have been waiting for this game for quite a long time. And right now it's Houston clinging to a one nothing lead as the Dodgers bat in the bottom of the seventh inning. We'll have more on this game coming up next hour. But um, it's been a while since we had a big Ronda Rousey headline. And, oh, boy, do we have a doozy for you. I don't know that I would have gone this way if I was Ronda Rousey because one thing I've learned in life is you never say never. Now, maybe you saw this story uh, a couple of days ago that The Fiend was let go by WWE. Now, when WWE winds up releasing people, it's like, when, when players get released off of sports
4: teams, it's a big story. Get well, because they agreed to, us to a part with Ric Flair today. Right, exactly. That was one so, of the big stories.
1: Right, Ric Flair is out, but The Fiend was out the other day, who, was a, who just a, a year ago was a huge villain in, in WWE. Ronda Rousey not happy and tweets out uh, about, about uh, the WWE letting The Fiend go. If the WWE treated him like he was expendable it was because you ungrateful idiots did first talking about the fans because she said, I've seen you same fans chanting, we want Wyatt last night chanting, we want beach balls over him performing. So if the WWE treated him like he was expendable, it was because you ungrateful idiots did first. There is no sure way to never compete in a sport or for a town again when you insult the fans, right? If you insult the fans and a team in Major League Baseball or the NFL, you're going to get traded because you can't be there. You insult the fan; that's one thing you just can't do. You are going to wind up being out. And here's Ronda Rousey, who, let's face it, has not been involved in WWE since she took her leave, and she, you know, she had a baby, and she's enjoying, you know, raising raising her family now. Uh, But eventually, she's going to want to get her career back, and who made her a star when she was done fighting in UFC because she couldn't beat anybody anymore? Look, she was clearly a media creation in in, in UFC, but she capitalized on it, became a big star, right? Oh, she was going to be in movies and all these things. Now things haven't worked out. WWE said, okay, come on in, and here comes Ronda Rousey, and, and they're promoting her, and she's a great villain. And suddenly, Becky Lynch got a little more popular, and Ronda Rousey got upset. Um, When Ronda Rousey wants to come back and do things public again well, where is she going to go? I don't think they're going to put her in movies right away. I don't think that's going to happen. And eventually she's going to go, you know, <laughs> I, I I know I was I know I made fun of you fans, and I'm, I'm sorry about that, but hey, you know, WWE, I, I, I'd I like to come back and, and, and be part of a storyline here and maybe be a big villain here. Hey, this is, my, this is my long play all along. Insult the fans so for when I want to come back, you're going to say, oh, what a great villain you'd be. You've already insulted the fans. They're going to you so you can bring me back and i can be part of it again because you know I I, I I i would never say that for real because you know i i, I wanted my career to keep going when i want to get back out again
4: well but that's it i mean you come back in you're now a villain right and that you're going to have some fans that are going to cheer it and just say wow she was was bold because they're Bray Wyatt fans and you know there's a lot behind the scenes you know in terms of the finances some speculation about a sale to whatever conglomerate it might be Disney's been rumored and others so cutting off some of the the contracts there the Ric Flair thing was off a terrible terrible storyline that they ran that he went along with which is you know his daughter hated uh, and so on but not to make it all about the, the depths there. With Wyatt, there's also been some speculation from a uh, performance. You know, we've talked a lot about mental health that Brody Lee, uh, who'd passed away, a good friend and par, performer alongside him, uh, you know, that, that that affected him deeply. So uh, a bunch to that. But Ronda Rousey wasn't wrong. I mean, there, there are times where the fans decide they're, they're not over. Roman Reigns, I remember years ago, Uh, that they, they went after him. John Cena. I remember being at WrestleMania where you had thousands of people singing along to his theme song going, John Cena sucks. So yeah, I mean, you, you play the heel, you play the face and you roll with it for Ronda Rousey. It's a comment, you know, while she's on the sidelines and, and, to some degree, we'll see how much buzz it generates. It, it piqued your attention. So that that's a good thing for her, right? And for folks that need to be called out about the, the fickle nature of the business, you know, they, they get that. And she'll get some ink from all of the wrestling blogs and, and, and maybe setting up for a comeback because the women's division is fantastic right now very deep uh from from alexa bliss to you know as you mentioned you know just keep going on down the line so i I think there there's a space just a matter of how the re-entry happens and something like this well might just crack that door open
1: yeah the thing is if if that's what it is then it's genius but I, I don't know. Is it really genius or is this her venting about fans? About, and, well, and why can't it be that, both? Well, but the thing is, is that, you know, yes. Okay. Can you be upset at some fans? Yeah. But when you just want a broad brush and say all fans, it's because that's not going to end well for you. That's yeah. Not, but and, you don't say those fans in
4: section 104. You got to go all if it's going to have any resonance. Right. But th- th- you want
1: to be able to be someone that people like. You know, you got to be a villain that fans wanna see. So it, and, and and insulting the fans, you don't want to get to the point where oh, I don't even want her in the in, in WWE and there's suddenly all these petitions to get her out and then you know, don't watch the next SummerSlam. Don't watch the next big pay-per-view because Ronda Rousey's
4: going to be in it. Uh yeah, yeah I don't think you Just can for calling him idiots WWE. Uh, My god, for the for I'm the number you, of wrestlers that have gone much stronger at fan factions in the past. <laughs> the, the, this this is- this is, this is nothing, man. This is like uh, a kiss on the forehead. Are you kidding nah, me? but I'll tell you, if it's part of a long play, it's genius. If not,
1: ooh, a huge story out of the Olympics next on Fox.
3: At bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field.